0: bless you each and every one. We just want to welcome you all. Can't say to the house of God, but we can welcome you into the presence of the Lord. Amen. Just press that the Holy Spirit will be present with you all in this real special way this morning. Brother Tom will be ministering unto us. We're looking forward to that. Can we sing, He leadeth me, O blessed thought. (coughs) He leadeth me. Oh,
1: blessed thought, oh, words with heavenly comfort for all, whatever. times it seems of deepest gloom.
0: by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. And we testify to the greatness of God this morning. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to sing that little chorus you were playing before service, uh, Brother Ben, in the presence of Jehovah. Brother Bisco, if it's all right, I'd like to have you come and pray with us this morning. Okay? Amen. Happy to have our pastor here this morning, fellowshipping with us. Amen. In the presence of Jehovah. In the presence. Maybe we could stand together.
1: Of Jehovah. God. of the King. Let's sing verse 2 together. Through His love the Lord provided a place for us to rest, a place to find the answer in our In despair, just look away and read his name. He'll come in.
2: say to all of you that are connected with us today, there's no difference on the inside or the outside of this mask in the presence of Jehovah, and the presence of Jehovah is there, is with us. Amen. And hearts are mended, and, and troubles vanish, doesn't matter what your request is and the requests that have been made so we will bring them before the king of kings and the lord of lords in jesus Christ's name heavenly father we bring this service to you we bring all the people to you whether it is in uganda in ethiopia in china in angola in Africa, anywhere. Oh, God, you're greater than the storm. You're greater than the regulations. Your presence is everywhere that we dare to believe. And we dare to believe your promises are yea and amen to them that believe. We believe that you are here. We believe that you listen to us. We believe that you're concerned And we pray that you will touch every home, every family, every individual, every person. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray that you will minister to them. Take your servant, Brother Tom Ray. Oh, God, use him mightily as he preaches from eternity into eternity. We pray that you will bless the word, oh, God, to our souls. We desire to be fed in the name of Jesus Christ. You'll bless the worship of the people and you'll receive it as we present it to you with joy in our hearts. Hallelujah. We pray you'll bless Brother Nathan Hildebrand, his wife and family, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Everyone that puts an effort forward to make this a possible Uh, Make this possible for the people. We pray you'll make it a blessing to them. In the name of Jesus Christ, we ask these things. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you, brother.
0: We appreciate that so much. Bless you. You can have your seats this morning. Thank you for... Participating in the way you are, we just appreciate it so much. And I believe that, uh, Brother Matthew's got a special for us. So if he would come and get ready, we're going to, uh, Brother Matthew Wilson, we're going to have him sing. Maybe while he's uh, preparing, let's sing, I Have Decided to Follow Jesus.
1: I have decided to fall
3: you saints we're just improvising this morning we just trust the holy spirit will just bless us it's good to see you on the screen I have journeyed out from Egypt's land, fighting many battles, forced to take a stand, led by a message and a prophet true, trusting and obeying all he said to do. All those who murmur, I choose to ignore. There's so much to do yet So much to explore And if I find out The enemy remains Every last inhabitant Shall be slain Give me my mountain Don't stand in my way All my life I've waited For this very day, give me my mountain, the promise is divine. All the Lord has spoken shall be mine. Footsteps is possession, it's time to look around. There are many treasures waiting to be found I'm just as strong now as I was from the start My blessed inheritance never shall depart
2: All those
3: who murmur I choose to ignore Some say we can't do it I say that we can Give me my mountain Don't stand in my way All my life I've waited For this very day Give me my mountain The promise is divine All the Lord has spoken Shall be mine Give me my mountain Don't stand in my way All my life I've waited For this very day Give me my mountain The promise is divine All the Lord has spoken Shall be mine All the Lord has spoken Every word is true So much that he's given, everything shall be mine.
0: Thank you, Brother Matthew. Instant in season and out of season. Well, we praise the Lord and we press on amen I was just thinking while he was singing that and, you know the, the 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 pillar of fire led the children of Israel out of Egypt and straight into the desert <laughs> and there was no food and no water and you know it was just there was two there though that that uh, they had their eyes on the promise Joshua and Caleb and they Kept their eyes on that promise. They didn't look at the circumstances. God had already provided for them. He provided a rock in the wilderness. He provided quail and manna. He had it all all in control. Praise God. So, give me my mountain. Amen. Don't stand in my way. I want my mountain. You feel that way this morning. Amen. We just want to get ready to to feast upon the word this morning. I'm sure we're going to be blessed by the riches of the glory of God through the ministry this morning. We're just looking forward to it. It's our inheritance. Amen? Amen. Let's sing, uh, uh, let's, let's sing, I Would Not Be Denied. We'll invite our brother Tom to come. I just feel inspired to sing this, so maybe we can start with a verse. I would not be denied.
1: Oh, I would not be denied till Jesus came and made me whole. I would not be denied. Oh, I would not be denied. No, I. is done and Christ alone is here and I would not be denied no I would not be denied till Jesus came and made me whole I would not let's sing that third verse again Old Satan said my Lord was gone and would not hear my prayer and Christ the Lord is here, and I would not be denied, I would not be denied, till Jesus came and made me whole, I would not be denied, and I would not
4: and God said, Amen. Nice to see you all this morning. God bless you on this resurrection morning. We have a tomb, and the tomb is empty. The stone's been rolled away. We have a resurrected king, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. So God bless you this morning, all that have joined with us, and all that are listening to us and will listen to us. God bless you. Amen. Let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Our dear and precious Heavenly Father, Lord, as time goes on, more and more our hearts are beating, Lord, for that great union morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and will be changed in the moment in the twinkling of an eye. We are living for that moment and we're living for that time, Lord. We just pray, God, that that will be an inspiration to each and every one of us this morning. Not some scripture that we've read for many years, but it would become a living reality. Realizing, Lord, time has come to an end. We just pray, Lord, that your glory will come down, reveal yourself, inspire the speaker, Lord, and hearer alike. May, Lord, you be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I've got a couple of announcements, uh, to make. So Brother Ben, I'd like you to just to start playing, uh, Down from His Glory, Ever Living Story. My God and Savior came and Jesus was His name. That to me is my, one, my favorite, one of my favorite songs. It might not be a peppy song. It might not be something that, you know, you can clap your hands to, but it's from my heart. And I'd like to speak this morning as out of eternity and back to eternity. Out of eternity and back to eternity. We're a people that's going to conquer death. There's a people that are going to be actually changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye as I spoke on last week, Benjamin Franklin, when he had that kite up in the air and he had a little key to it and electricity or lightning struck it and he said, I got it, I got it yeah, he got it, but he didn't know what he got and one morning that day that you gave your life to Christ, you could say, I got it, I got it, I got it but you didn't know what you had got you didn't know the unveiling of this message of this lovely Lord Jesus we didn't have a clue but as time has gone on God has quickened our hearts, quickened the revelation within our souls, and we know we are moving on. And so I'd like to speak on that, but before I do, I'd, uh, I'd like to make just a couple, couple of announcements. And uh, we've been speaking on my time, our time, and now we're going back, now we're going to speak on this morning, we're going back into eternity where there is no time. So we are my time, our time, now there's no time. And uh, there might be a time in the message where I'm just going to bear down a little bit. I'd like your daddies, I'd like the daddies of your homes, wherever you are, to grab your children and put them at your knee or something. I want them to pay attention because this is a, this is a rapture season. And the gospel is still the same, whether we come to a church building or whether we're in our home. One of my sons was saved right in his bedroom. It doesn't matter where you are. If Jesus deals with you, may you just surrender to him. If he calls you and beckons and knocks on your heart, I want you to surrender this morning to him. We always say, well, it's always darkest before the dawn. Brother Benham said it a number of times. He said that it's a dark hour right just before the breaking of day. And we are seeing the gross darkness, the land, gross darkness, the people. It always gets darker. So I don't understand people thinking, oh, it's just like Brother Bram said, just a picnic. This gospel is not a picnic. This gospel is a warfare. And we'll fight for the word of God and we'll fight for our children. We'll fight for our families. We will fight for one another. This time has been special. And in this time that we've had, and we've been speaking about my time, our time, now we're breaking into eternity. But at this time, it has allowed you as individuals to have your own personal time with our Lord Jesus. It's allowed you to get on your knees. It has allowed you to pray for one another. It has allowed you to read your Bible. It has allowed you to listen to over 1,100 tapes It's allowed you to hear 16 years of archived messages from wonderful brethren that have been ministering over this pulpit. It has given us time to listen to wonderful men of God around the world. So the church of God should not be getting weaker. Abraham, I never found anywhere where the Bible says that Abraham grew weaker. But he grew stronger, giving praise to God. And it's not us propping you up. It's not us pumping you up. It's by you feeding on the Word of God. And as you feed on Him, the body, Word of the Son of Man Himself. All we are doing is joining our voices with your voice. And the Bible said it will be the voice of many waters. We will proclaim this gospel. This gospel of Jesus Christ. So now the church, Brother Branham said, if another branch comes forth, and I think Brother John uses this quote more than anybody I know. He says, if there's another branch that comes forth, there'll be another book of Acts. So the book of Acts was, silver and gold have I none, and such that I have, I give you thee. We are walking, living testimonies of a resurrected king. People say, oh, Brother Tom, we need you to give us letters, you need to tell us scriptures in the morning. I said, well, don't you have your own personal time? And this has allowed us to actually come into his presence. Not on the basis of what I tell you to read or what I tell you to do. It's now, it's God speaking to you. What message, Lord? What book of the Bible should I start reading this morning? Who do I need to pray for? We need to pray for Sister Bev Charman as a local assembly. We need to pray for a mighty touch of God. Our dear sister Charman, she... She and Brother John got saved right at the time I got saved in the the house, Bible Way house, down in 1975. She stood all these years and now she has a problem in in her natural body and we are the spiritual body. I believe that we can remember our sister, Bev Charman. We need to keep on remembering the dear brothers in China, Brother Caleb, Brother Alvy, and all the brothers that are there. We love them dearly. I just woke up the other morning, and the first thing on my thought is, Oh God, would you bless Brother Caleb? Would you bless Brother Alvy? Would you bless the brethren that are in China? Lord, they need our prayers. We need to keep praying for them. The saints in Uganda and what is happening there, it's mind-boggling. And yet the Word of God, Satan thinks that he's shutting things down, and the Word of God's exploding. We should be a church rejoicing. We should be a church lifting up our hands and glorifying God that we can have a little part in that. And, and our, the brothers in Ethiopia so blesses me. When Brother Basabose sent me a little a note the other day and tell me how blessed he was. Well, that's wonderful. Think about it. The bride around the world. And then I got a note in Brother Stephen. And uh, Kerry, remember Brother Stephen? He was here from the SFU. He was one of the ones that got saved in the in the revival of SFU and Sister Lily. They both got saved. Didn't know each other. Go And they had to go back to Nigeria. And as it would be, they were married. They have a beautiful baby. And Brother Stephen has kept me abreast of everything that's happening there in Nigeria. And he's got 10, I believe 10 saints that have come into the word and given their life to Christ. I say, To God be the glory. Great things he's done. And will continue to do until we're out of here. Why don't you stand as we join in this song? Down from his glory Ever live the glory Our God and Think about that. Without reluctance, eternity became flesh and blood. He took the form of man and revealed the hidden plan. Oh, glorious mystery. Sacrifice of Heavenly Father, we will turn to the Word of God. Different brothers wanted to be remembered. Brother Stephen, Kiri, Lord. We want to remember Brother Caleb, Brother Alvy, all the brethren in China. We want to remember those that are in need. Sister Bev Charman, Lord. And anyone that has joined this morning that has a need within their body. Father, you're a miracle-working God. Your wonders to perform. We're not just people that believe the word. That word is an action word. And that word is a living word. And that word is a resurrection word. And Lord, I pray God that that resurrection life of Jesus Christ will minister to the body of Jesus Christ. And Lord, that you will touch each and everyone and that you would receive the glory and the honor and the praise. remembered Brother Ron Spencer, these many months? He's now going on over a year, defying the devil, rebuking Satan. And we have stood with him, believing. We'll stand again, today, tonight, tomorrow, whatever time you give us, Lord. We will stand in the promise of God. You said, ask and you shall receive. Knock and it shall be opened seek and you shall find these are precious promises so father i'm asking in the name of jesus that you'll meet every need in divine presence in jesus name amen amen praise the lord god bless you all let's turn to our bibles please to revelation chapter 10 revelation chapter 10 revelation chapter 10 Well, I got thinking of of preaching to a camera over this last little while. Hmm. I thought, you know what? I think Brother John got the best of two worlds here. He got the best of two worlds, John. You get to see the saints in the States and you get to preach to a camera in Canada. Well, he's the only one that I know that's able to do that. And we thank God for you, Brother John. Thank you so much. Brother John will be ministering tonight at 4 o'clock at the camp. And trust you have a wonderful time. We'll be joining in. I haven't quite got onto the Zoom yet, but I am a streamer. So there you go. I've enjoyed the Word and we will continue to enjoy the Word of God with you all. Amen. Now, we've, we speak and we take, of course, scriptures from the Bible. That's a redundant statement. That's just something that I'm maybe just starting to settle my butterflies here. But we, we speak about the mighty angel, we speak about Revelation 10.1, we speak about Revelation 10.7, we speak about Revelation 10.8, and when we all, as, as, as we think about those scriptures, even now, things come alive. But I'd like to take a look at Revelation 10, chapter, or ch- chapter 10, verse 6. Revelation chapter 10, verse 6. The Bible goes on to say, and swear by him that liveth forever and ever. So we're talking about eternity. He swears by him that liveth forever and ever. Who created heaven and the things therein are. And the earth and the things that therein are. And the sea and the things which are in heaven. Therein, that there should be time. And what does it say there? No longer, no longer. And there shall be time no longer. So I just thought I'd speak on from eternity to eternity because time shall be no longer. Brother Bram says on a number of occasions we're living on borrowed time, borrowed time. So you say, well, Brother Tom, time will keep on going on. And where is the promise of his coming? Well, Peter writes that in the book of Peter. But we are actually in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And we need to start focusing on that on the promise that is laying for us. And now the angel of the Lord hath himself descended. It was a closed book, as we know, in Revelation chapter 5. In Revelation chapter ten, one, he descends with an open book. And that book was now opened and given Revelation ten seven. Revelation ten seven was the ministry of William, Mary, and Brenham. Malachi 4, Luke 17, whatever, whatever scripture you'd like to put to that and then we know that revelation 10:8 is the bride herself who takes that open book and 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 receives it and eats it. So now we like to take a look at this scripture as we said this morning and he swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things therein are and the things that are uh and the earth and the things that are in are and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer the Greek says and there shall be no more delay so may the Lord add his blessing to his word you may have your seats oh I have one more announcement I did I don't know whether they have that up um, uh, brother Matthew DeCurdy gave me a call yesterday and he said my my son got married and I said, well, what, you know, I'd heard something about Jonathan DeCurdy getting married. And he married this lovely lady. Her name's Harriet. And uh, she doesn't know it yet. Neither does Jonathan. They'll be sitting in these pews here at Cloverdale Bible Way. And so we put a picture up. So we might as well, you know, prophesy again to the wind. Lord, save their souls. And uh, Brother uh, uh, Matthew said, would you pray for my my son?" I said, absolutely, we'll pray that God give him a full deliverance, a full salvation, that his wife comes to know Jesus Christ at the foot of the cross, and we'll pray for them both. I said, that's the best wedding gift I could give them. So let's keep them in in mind, and Brother Matthew and Sister... Geneva, God bless you. And I, I know that you're, you're sitting there with your buttons popping. And, and we believe that Jonathan is going to sit back in his seat again one day. That's where he belongs. And so God bless you. That's a, 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 it for the announcements. Back to the word of God. Now, Brother Bram said here. He said in lifting him up out of history. He said we're standing tonight upon the brim. And watching come to pass and unfold Two great scenes. Everybody listen very closely now. He said, we're, sit, we're standing tonight on the, upon the brim watching come to pass two great scenes. And those two great scenes are these. One of them is the ending of history. And the other one is the ending of time. So now we we're sitting we're sitting on the brim now seeing two uh events two great scenes taking place he said these scenes are one of them is the ending of history and the other one is the ending of time and many great men down through the ages have longed to see this hour that we are now approaching and we live in this glorious setting of the mortal sun and the breaking of eternal light now th- this is as i 've often said you know in brother Branham's ministering it 's poetry it 's just poetry. We see now in this great scene, many men have desired throughout the ages to see this the glorious setting of the mortal sun and the breaking of eternal light. Sister Eleanor, just think about it just, we have waited we've waited for brother Amy Molan. we have waited. For Brother Charlie Drake. We have waited. We are on the brim of that. We are right there waiting. Time shall delay no longer. This is our time. Our moment in time. Down through the ages they've longed to see this. The breaking of eternal light. I do not feel we're living in one of those he says, "I do feel we're living in one of the grandest ages that man has ever permitted to live." Brother Nathan, I, I, if, if we just just we're just focusing a little bit on just this one little paragraph, men throughout the ages: Hosea, Haggai, Zephaniah, Zechariah, Isaiah. Jeremiah, they've all looked forward to this age and we're right on the brim of it. The ending of history and the breaking into eternity. Think about it. So now, saints of God, we don't need to really start focusing on times gone past. We are looking at time present and future. And we're seeing what God has for us. Now, the other one is, it's the ending of time. It's its the Ending of history. It's the breaking of eternal light. And I feel we're in the grandest of the ages. That man has ever been permitted. To see, to see and live. Because it's the closing of time. So we've been speaking on my time. Our time. But now it's the closing of time. And I keep saying to Sister Joanne. I say maybe my time's up. Maybe all our time's up. Maybe it's time to break into that bright eternal day. And that is what I'm waiting for, Brother Nathan. That's what I live for. I thought the rapture was going to take place in 1975. I never thought I'd ever get married. I never thought I'd ever have children. I never thought they would ever go to school. I never thought they would ever get married. I never thought they would ever have children. And now my their children are getting married. My, my, my. What day are we living in? We're closer now than we've ever been, Sister Rena. Brother Brown prophesied, he said there will be a time in this time, there will be a time when we'll speak limbs onto existence. I'm sorry, limbs into existence. These are times when the bride will come to her position. Amen. And I, I listen, I'm not just living and quoting the word, the word, the word, we'll do that indeed. But my words are spirit and they are life. And when you take the word of God, it actually becomes life within you. And that life is not your life, but it's the life of Christ beating within your heart. It's the closing of time. It's the blending of eternity. History only tells us what we have read, what we have been. But what's in the future lays in the hand of God and we find out today there's not too much history being written because I don't think it'll ever be used ever be used. So now he's actually laying a setting that time shall be no more. He delayeth no longer. Don't he said history I don't believe. I don't think it will ever be used. So now we we started this little series three services ago and we found out that this great God who lived and dwelt in, in eternity and he dwelt amongst his thoughts and then we found, Brother Bram says that when it was spoken in the beginning that was the beginning of time that was when time now was being allotted, that's when time he said started when eternity broke down into time, so now We're in this, what Brother Bram said, this little gap between in the beginning and to eternity. So between in that gap, from the Garden of Eden to now, is a space of time. And that space of time will break back into eternity. And I'll get into that. He said, now after a while, time, then time, comes back to eternity. So he says, all it is is a little gap. He says, just a little gap, and it comes back into eternity. Of course, time is eternity, too. But time is allotted space. So it's just an allotment of space. Time is just allotment of space in this great cycle of God that is eternal. So now we find then that it's just an allotted space. And that's the way the only thing we know. And so then he starts to talk. We only know about inches. We only know about feet and yards and miles and figures. And and those are um, things of time. And he says, that's all we know, figures and so forth. But that is nothing to God. We He don't have no time because he always was. So here we are. Now, he said, this great chain of perfection, or, or this great circle, this big cycle, he says, that goes on for millions of billions of trillions and trillions. This great cycle, this great chain of perfection was broken, and sin dropped into time. And we found that, that in this space called time, God couldn't reveal himself, and Christ the mystery God revealed Because he's such a great being and it would be such a mystery to man that he had to come down in time to reveal who he was through his Son of Man. So now God wanted to reveal, to show himself in fatherhood. He loves fatherhood. And so then we went into the redemptive names of God and God wants to reveal himself in that. He said it was a chain of perfection... It was a chain of perfection, but because eternity dropped down himself into time, time is going back to eternity. That chain that now has this gap is going to be pulled by God, and that pull of God is going to wrap eternity again. It's the space of time. So now it comes a time. Sin drops down. And that in that drop of that chain. It comes down. Eternity still continues on. But it's now not in a perfect condition. So now God is perfect. So because sin dropped down. Perfection. Is now hampered. But it's not destroyed. Satan can't destroy anything. He can't destroy God. He can't destroy His God's word. He can't destroy his children. So now in this space of time, God uses it to show to you and I, he's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nissi. He's Jehovah Tiskenu. He's Jehovah Shama, the Lord God that is present. And so now in this space of time, God is showing who he is And Mark, in the revealing of who he is, it's the revealing of who she is. I want you to get that. Because as he reveals himself, it reveals her. It reveals his bride. As the bridegroom unveils himself and shows who he is, he's showing who she is. All right, we're just laying this little foundation here. So this chain, that this, a uh, perfection, this perfect circle that went on forever and ever, sin dropped in, it dropped down and became a gap of time. But eternity does continue on. But not in its perfect condition, because there's a gap here, and it goes this way. God had to do that because Satan caused it, And drop down in a space of time. Now what God is doing. Is bringing it back to perfection. Perfection. Chain was hampered by Satan. Now what he's doing is connecting. And now perfecting and purging the lost. But by his sovereign grace. He's going to lift that gap back up to eternity. So in time he reveals himself and brings us from eternity to eternity. So now we've just laid a little bit of foundation. From eternity to eternity. So in this gap of time we've had we've had Adam and Eve, we've had Noah, we've had Abraham, we've had Moses, we've had Israel We've had Babylon, we've had Daniel, we've got all the way up to Malachi, and within that space of time, there are seven ages. So now you see, in that space of time, God continues to reveal Himself. And in the revelation of Himself, the bride is starting to realize who she is. But she's not a creature of time. She's a creature, and she's starting to understand That she always was in God in eternity. And God dropping down in time starts to reveal who we are in Christ. And we're going back to Christ. So God uses this space of time to show us who we are in Him. In Him. Satan always thinks that he's going to pull the wool over God's eyes. As as the uh, little saying goes. Which is impossible. How does that which is created be greater than the Creator Himself? Satan still hasn't quite got it figured out, but he's getting pretty close to it. That He's coming to the end of His time. Time, Brother Bram, time. Jesus was from eternity to eternity. But he stepped into time, space. Now this eternal God, down from his glory, ever living story, our God and Savior came and Jesus was his name. This omnipotent God fashioned himself a body of flesh from eternity. Listen to what Brother Ram says now, time. In this little loop of time or gap, Of time, Jesus was from eternity to eternity. But he stepped into time space and was made flesh. Are you listening? He was made flesh. And he came through here in order to sanctify or put a streak of blood across this place, this gap. To redeem it. And connect it back to God again. I want you to. Now just to think about what I'm saying here. I'm not going to rush through it. I want you to think about it. God. Who was eternal. And is eternal. The great Jehovah God. The great Elohim himself. Came and stepped into time space. And made flesh. Now think about that. Now, we're, we're, we're quite common with that idea because of those that have believed the message. But to the world, this is a mind-blowing concept. That God Himself, not the Trinity, God Himself would step out of eternity, come into time-space, be made flesh, in order to sanctify and put a streak of blood over this gap. I think Without the blood, in that we wouldn't even know who we are. Luther wouldn't have known who he was. Or Wesley wouldn't have known who he was. So God, rich in mercy, had to put a streak of blood over this gap. That's why he was Abel's lamb. That's why he was Abraham's ram. That's how he was Israel's token. It's always been the blood. It will always be the blood. Jesus Christ came in the flesh, died on the cross to save you and I, to bring us back to him, which we were in his eternal thoughts. We were stuck in this space of time and now we're going back to eternity with him. Well, this isn't Dancing on the bubble type message. This is something I want you to chew on. Because once you realize. You are always in him. You've stepped into this time. Space. And you're going back to God. Then we'll start to understand. At the end of the ages. She indeed is him. She indeed is a reflection. She indeed is the masterpiece brought back. She indeed. Is the word made flesh. These are. Big topics. Brother Bram said, now, what an age to be living in, especially at this end of time. What an age to be living in. He said, the next war will only last three minutes. The next war, he said, the next war that takes place will only be three minutes. Three minutes. No wonder science says it's three minutes to midnight. And then last week I looked it up and that the atomic clock has now moved not three minutes to midnight. It has moved to a hundred seconds. Or 1.667 minutes to midnight. I say glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. We're coming to its very end. We're coming to the end of time. He says it's three minutes till midnight. It'll take it to it'll rock the world completely to pieces. It will blow it up. He said, we are living on borrowed time. Now we can sing the song. Oh, my loving brother, when the world's on fire, don't you want God's bosom to be your pillow? I looked at when Brother Bram said it'll only take three minutes. Why do we need troops? Why would you need an army if it's only going to take three minutes? Well, you can find out on Capitol Hill why they need an army. They need men to keep insurrections in order. They need to keep... Let's, the world's become lawless. And we start to see now the scriptures as Timothy wrote that these times would come, perilous times will come. And you see it playing out. It was a prophecy, but now it's become history. So we have armies, we have, we have police officers to keep law and order, but it's a lawless generation as you're seeing it more and more unfold. But now, Brother Bram said, the next war will only be three minutes. Three minutes. So I looked up the, the bomb that fell on Hiroshima. It killed 80,000 people. It killed eighty thousand people and thirty-five thousand people were injured. Thirty-five thousand people were injured. They said the biggest bomb now is six hundred and seventy thousand times bigger. Huh. Well, okay. That's mind blowing. They said it will absolutely destroy a continent. Not a city. Not a country. It will destroy a continent. Doesn't that just sound cheery? Doesn't that just, you know, I I can hear you over the phone lines and over the internet. Hallelujah, brother Tom. What? The world's coming to an end. Yeah, but our world is just starting eternity starts to roll and roll and roll and roll. That is what we're living for. So we say the mighty angel descended. Hallelujah. He came with an open book. Glory be to Jesus. And now the whole revelation has taken place. Hallelujah. And we do rejoice in it. And the bride takes the book. Yes, but time shall be no longer. We are in that time. So what are we living for? Oh, my loving brother, what are we living for? What are we looking to? I want you to start lifting your heads and knowing your redemption is drawing nigh like never before. Now, God is trying to reveal himself and he couldn't as the great Jehovah. So to reveal himself, because he would be too mysterious that way, He had to come because in that cycle of hundreds of billions and trillions and trillions of years of light space, out into the infinite and eternity, that great great creator could only reveal himself when he could come down and walk amongst us in a body of flesh called Jesus Christ. He wanted to do that. Because he loves fatherhood, Brother Bram said. He wanted to do that because he wanted to reveal himself. But he couldn't do it in that great cycle of millions and trillions. So he was Abel's lamb. He's Isaac's ram. He was Israel's lamb. He was John the Baptist's lamb. He's my lamb. He's your lamb. Beloved. When I give all diligence to write unto you this common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and to exhort you that we should earnestly contend for this faith that was once delivered to the saints. That there's an earnest to what we believe. It's an earnest to take your children by the hand. It was earnest in token time. Daddy, do you have the blood on the doorpost? Daddy, do you have it? Do we have it? We just talk about it. But do I have it? Is it over my heart? Do I have token life? Do I have this personal walk with God? When Brother Bram said, it's a personal age with God. And he's revealing himself. He's come from eternity. He's going back to eternity. But how are you doing in this gap called the space or time space. How's your walk with God? Is it becoming frivolous? Because there's no church Wednesday. Has it become frivolous? Because there's only one service on Sunday morning here in Cloverdale. And one at the camp. And yet some don't even go to camp. And we have that available at camp. Is that right John? Some people don't even go come to camp. Do you know if we could all come here. We would all be here. If we could have 75 people, we'd be fighting at the doors right now to come to the church. But don't you dare get lax, saints of God. And I'm going to earnestly prod you on in the faith to keep you looking up, knowing our redemption draws nigh. He left glory. He came in this space of time and he's going back to glory and he's going to take a waiting bride with him. Don't get laxadaisical. Don't get relaxed in your living room. We should earnestly contend for the faith. That is, earnest is agonizing. It's an agonizing. I know when one of our sons wasn't serving God, we agonized over it. It wasn't just, oh, I just put the token over my son and everything's fine. My wife agonized month after month. We agonized. Lord, you got to save him. We agonized. Who wants to miss the rapture? I don't believe anyone that's listening to my voice right now wants to miss the rapture. I don't believe one of us wants our children to miss the rapture. And that's why I said to Matthew DeCurdy, I'll pray for Jonathan. Because I remember his testimony. He was sitting on the stairs, laid up a cigarette ready to blow his brains out. But in a moment, the Holy Ghost got a hold of him. I say that same one that got a hold of him there is the same God that can go arrest him and his wife and bring them back to Calvary. I would pray and believe, whether I'm looking at the LaDarte family, that you all could just lift up your hands and say, that's nothing but the truth, Brother Tom. We are believing for a full salvation for all our children. Brother J. Beattie, God bless you. One of the nicest phone calls I've ever received. And yet Isaac shows up at my son's place the other day to do a little bit of work for him. Right out of the blue. I say, God, get a hold of Isaac and get him to the foot of Calvary. The space of time is now coming to an end. We need to earnestly contend for the faith. Sister Grace, you wrap those little boys that you got around you and say, honey... We're going in this rapture. This prophet came to get us ready for this great exodus. And we're not letting Violet go. We're not going to forget her. I want you to put somebody on your lips. Sister Sherry, you put your family on the lips. I'm not leaving a hoof behind. I'm not leaving a child behind. I'm leaving no one behind. God, rich in mercy, formed himself a body, died on the cross, For you and me and our family. Can you say amen, Leah? I want you to say amen. I'm watching it here. You say amen. I'm claiming my family. And Satan, we've been taught to conquer you. Amen, beloved. Another translation said, make every effort. I make every effort in this common salvation. I'm compelled to write to you. I'm compelled to preach to you. Just sitting at home alone is not enough. Sitting with your children around you. And the presence of God on you. Say, oh God, fill my home. Fill my family. Save their souls. God deal with them. In the token message, Brother Murphy been preaching on, Brother Bram said, in that message, send the token after them. And I believe in it, saints of God. I believe in it with all my heart. So, Jude says, urgently appealing to you. Urgently appealing to you. Fight strenuously in defense of this faith. We're not just wishy-washy. We're not Oh, we're just message believers. What does that mean? We're just Baptists or we're just Methodists? No. I'm a message believer. Yes, indeed I am. But I want you to know I'm a son of the living God. I'm the purchase of salvation, of God's salvation. I've got an inheritance incorruptible. I am an adopted son. And I want you to say, I am adopted daughter of God. I am adopted son of God. I claim every promise there is in this space of time. It's unfolding, coming to an end. Then it's coming to an end. Methodists do not have it over the bride. <clears throat> I want you to get that. You say, well, the Methodists, they had, they had a form. Or they got down on their knees daily. They had a sanctified life. And should they be more sanctified than the bride? Everyone, whether it be Luther's age, Wesley's age, Pentecost, it's all rolled up into the just great age of the bride age. All they had, we've got, gotten more. It's not less, it's more. So if they had a consecrated life, I got a consecrated life. If they got a dedicated life, I got a dedicated life. You say, Brother Tom, would you please get off that? No, I won't. Because Jude was very explicit when he said, I write unto you to give all diligence unto this common salvation. It's needful for me to write to you and exhort you that you earnestly contend. Don't let circumstances ebb away your spiritual life. Use this time. Time. Because we've come from eternity, we're going back to eternity. Use this time. Be in agony. Be... In anticipation, it also goes on to say, be strenuous in your struggle to wrestle and win the match. Now, We don't go into the struggle to lose. We go in the struggle to win the match. So this is the part where now I want all to be listening to me. Brother Branham cries out in the Easter seal. Oh, wayward man or woman, this morning you're sitting here and there's something in you telling you that this is right. And the Holy Spirit is seeking you out to bring you to the knowledge of the truth of this hour that we're living. Not some hour in the past, but the hour now. There are thousands that have obeyed the hours past. Thousands. But there was a present tense hour. And that's the hour that Jesus is to appear. This present tense hour. That's when Jesus is to appear. Where he stands as the word. He stood for his people. And here was the manifestation of God taking place. Watchman, what of the night? Oh my, he said. Look at the gloom. The darkness on every hand. There seems to be a blessed hope. Gripping the heart of God's people. So we see the darkness in the land. But there's a blessed hope. Hope, gripping, gripping the heart of God's people. The same glorious hour that Jesus shall arrive. Ah, so it's not just a commonplace church. Or it's not just sitting back and listening now to somebody preach over the internet. It's earnestly contending, exhorting you in this great match against Satan. It's darkness in the hour, but there seems to be a blessed hope gripping the heart of the people of God, a heart of God's people. That's the same hour that the glorious hour that Jesus shall appear. Oh, and in this great time of trouble in this city, young folks ignoring it. And many people who do not care about it. What the preacher has to say. Or what the watchman has to say. But of course. They'll be in their taverns. They'll be drinking. They'll be partying. It will be going on. And we find that happening. We see young people going that way. But there's got to be an earnest. Contending for the faith. There's got to be mummies and daddies. That said enough is enough. I am claiming my child. I am going to that son. And I'm going to let him know. This is the time of the catching away. And I'm not letting you go through a tribulation. A tribulation. It's at a great time of trouble. They're ignoring it. Many people are. They don't care about the watchman. They're in their taverns drinking and going on. Sure. Having a great time. Thought they're safe. And Brother Bram then starts to relay it to Pearl Harbor, or you can relate it to handwriting on the wall, or you can relate it as it was in the days of Noah. And you say, oh, mom and dad, you're just too, you're just too fanatical. No, we can't be fanatical enough. There are people that never got in the ark. There are people that were destroyed and on the handwriting on the wall. There was a people that died at Pearl Harbor, and they have been warned. They are warned in this space, time space. Sure. Thinking they're having a great time. They're having a great time. I'm going to give you a testimony. And I'm going to let you know something. If Brother Ken Ardeal had not have stayed on my case, I do not know where I'd be. Yeah, you say, well, you're a seed of God. That's exactly right. How many more scars would I have had? I do not know. But Brother Ken and Sister Linda, they would call me, they would call me, they would call me. If there was texting, I would have, I would have gone crazy because I know he would have texted me to my mind was boggled. But he called me and he called me. He committed me. You said you would. Come to church. Do this. Are we doing that to our children? Are we compelling them? Are we actually being bold enough? In the day of his appearing, as it says in John. Are are we courageous enough? Are we bold enough? Are you convinced enough? That we're at this time, space. We're at the end. Are you convinced? Do you want your children to go to hell? Do you want them to go through a tribulation? Are we convinced enough to say, come on, the word's come. He's delaying no longer. We're going in a rapture. Whatever we're doing now is not doing anything, so we might as well try something different. Listen to how different it is for a believer than an unbeliever. Brother Bram said in the message, Shalom, see? The word vindicated. So if he vindicates the word of today, what it is, what do I care? If God is vindicating this message in your life, am I worried? Am I concerned? Am I perplexed that I might not make the rapture? Brother Bram says this. He says, now listen. What do I care if God's vindicating his word in me? What do I care? He said, what do I care whether I live today or die tomorrow? What do I care? What do I care, Nathan? What do I care if I have a heart attack sitting at the pulpit? What do I care? Every word that he promised will be vindicated. Every one of them. And if you can look at me this morning on your little screen... And say, God promised me my girls. God promised me my sons. God promised me my family. God makes every promise good. And I want to hear a hearty amen all the way from Linden. Amen. He makes every promise good. Why do I care if I die today? Or die tomorrow? Live today or die tomorrow. Every word he promised will be vindicated. Everyone. If he's able to do it today after promising it 2,000 years ago. If a 100,000 years from today. Jesus will return to earth in a physical body for a church. Can you say amen? And I happen to be that church. Yes sir, regardless of what comes, what goes, what fashions, what goes on, what the people wait into in total darkness, it does not matter Nathan to a believer. It just doesn't matter. But Jesus Christ will return, and I trust the future to him. Lord God, I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I know you hold my tomorrow. So as I said last week, Benjamin Frank said, I got it. I got it. He got what, Nathan? He got a key with some electrical charge on it. But he never saw a generator. He didn't even know what a generator was. He didn't know what a transformer was. He did not know what a dam was. He didn't know nothing. But as time unfolded, it became greater and greater and greater. And he said, I got it. I got it. I got it. How about your life? He said, I gave my life to Christ one day. I said, I got it, mom and dad. I got saved. I didn't know what I had. I did not know what I had. I did not. All I know is I had salvation. All I know As I was changed from a drinker and a smoker and a party goer to a son of God. All I knew, I didn't know much. But when God showed me serpent seed, it opened the whole Bible. Amen. I got it. And I still didn't know what I got. And then I started to say, I got it, Dad. I got salvation. I got serpent seed. I'm redeemed. Redeemed? What does redeem mean? I'm redeemed by a love divine. Glory, glory, Christ is mine. I'm redeemed. My sins are washed in the blood of the Lamb. They're forgiven. They're forgotten forever. As I preached a while back. And then I said, oh, I got it. But I didn't know I did until sonship became real. Until adoption came real. So as time has unfolded, as Christ revealed himself in time, so as the revelation of God to you has unfolded. Redemption's mine. Rapture's mine. The change is mine. The man of sin, I will walk over him. Amen. That woman on the seven hills, that great whore. We didn't know nothing, but we know we got it. But now today we can say, I got it, Brother Tom. I got it. I'm the rapture. I got it, Brother John. I'm not staying down here when the world's on fire. When there's a millennium or when there's a a, a wedding supper going on. Hallelujah. I got it. I got it. I didn't understand that there was two worlds. That a man could come from another world and stand with with a man of God in this world. I didn't know that. People say, well, Brother Brown had the gift of knowledge. No, he didn't have a gift of knowledge. His gift was giving himself over to the Lord Jesus. (laughs) And then he was using his veil. He said, well, I got it. We're still getting it. You say, I got it, Brother Tom. I understand now my position in Christ. I understand that this space-time, this time-space is is now ending. Are we going to earnestly contend for the faith for our children? Are we going to be courageous and bold at the appearing of our Lord Jesus? Are we just going to sit back and just say, oh, well, I'll just live my life. I never understood until, Brother Bram said, he said at one place, he said, I never understood. A man stood by me, all of complected, with his arms crossed, and he came from another world. He said, oh, there's another land. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. There's a man from another dimension coming into this dimension. And that's the dimension I'm going to. I'm getting it. Hallelujah. Brother Bram said it's like a, a man with, in a fence, and a knothole, in a circus. One was a short man and one was a tall man and the tall man lifted up the short guy to look into the hole. What are you seeing? Do you see what I see? We're starting to see in this end of space-time. There's a land beyond the starry, starry sky. That's where we're going to, Brother Ken. There's a land beyond the sweet forever. There's a land beyond That we're going to. Amen. There's a land. That I'm called for. Behold. I'm starting to understand now. As Paul writes to the Corinthians Nathan. Behold. Behold church. Behold. I show you a mystery. Behold. I show you a mystery. First Corinthians 1551. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Why? We're coming to the end of space-time. We're coming to the end, Isabel. We're coming to the end of it now. We're coming to the end where the Bible says, Behold, I'll show you a mystery. We shall all be changed. When is it going to happen, Brother Tom? In a moment. It's just going to happen in a moment. If I, I, I'm going to get real serious with God. It's going to happen in a moment. You might as well get serious with God now. You might as well get dedicated to the Lord now. You might as well get consecrated now. Because I don't want you to miss that moment. It will be just a moment. In a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trump shall sound. And the dead shall rise incorruptible. And shall be changed. For this corruptible, must put put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. I got it! I got it, Nathan! I got it! I got that there's going to be a rapture! I got that I am in a rapture! I got that the Lord himself shall descend with a shout, the voice of the archangel and the last trump shall sound. I got it! So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption. Then this mortal shall put on immortality. Then shall be brought to pass the saying which is written, death swallowed up in victory from eternity to eternity. I've come from the mind of God. I'm going back to the mind of God. I've come from God, I go back to God. Jesus said, I came from God, I go back to God. I trust you can all say that this morning. Brother Brown said, you never got eternal life. You always had eternal life. The only proof of eternal life is that you did give yourself to God. It happens in a moment, Nathan. It happens in a moment. You tell Joseph, it happens in a moment. Happens in a moment. Can happen in a car. Can happen in your bed. Can happen at work. Can happen at school. It can happen anytime. It can happen in a moment. It happened for Jonathan in a moment. It happened to me in a moment. No, you don't have to pound the altar and whip your back. We're not Catholics. You get it your way. I got it my way. But just get it that you can say, I got it. A moment. In the Greek, is kairos, K-A-I-R-O-S, moment. It happens in a moment. God saves me in a moment. Delivers me in a moment. A moment in the Greek means it's an event in history where God unveils himself. Hmm. It was in a moment that God unveiled himself to me, my savior, my deliverer. It was in a moment. You're not Catholics where you gotta beat yourself into something. It's not by works where you gotta work yourself to the kingdom. It's in a moment, brother Ken, when you gripped those chair legs and called on God and God rich in mercy came in a moment, changes a man. And to son of the living God, it happens in a moment. Happens in a moment. You say, well, I don't know this Lord Jesus like that. You can in a moment. You say, I need him. Oh, I need him. It could happen in a moment. A moment in the Greek is an event in which God unveils himself. Which has an eternal purpose. He saves you. In a moment. It's an event. Where God deals. With you. As a person. Chaos. Is a moment. Where Christ. His life. Death and resurrection. Becomes a living reality. In a moment. Moment. Actually, moment means flash. Moment means a flash. Changed in a flash. In a moment. It also means in a stigma. Or a stigma means to be a mark. Made like with a hot iron. A spot. It's a recognition. That God, with the hot iron of his presence, recognize you as his son. Ownership. In a moment, in a flash. It might be an infinitesimal small moment of time, but it's at a time when he marks you as his own. <laughs> David, how great it was. That moment that he marked us at his own. I'm yours, Lord. I'm yours. I've been changed in a moment. Brother Bram said, Congressman Upshaw, he had crutches, but he rose to his feet in a moment, in a moment, and was made perfectly whole by the power of God. I say, Oh God, in a moment, change our hearts, change our lives change our direction in this last moment of time, in time-space. Moment of time, where the power of God comes, changes a person, changes him, makes him a young man and a young woman standing on earth, giving God the glory. It can happen in a moment. In a moment of time. How often, Nathan? How often do you hear your prophet use the word time? How many messages does he use the word time? He got the end time. Junction of time. Time is at hand. The hour has come. Time tested memorials. Signs of the time. Time tested faith. Time of decision. End time seed sign. End time evangelism. Scriptural signs of the times. What time is it, sir? Uniting time. Harvest time. Why? We're coming to the end of time. We're coming to the very last moments. Where he delays no longer. It's at a time. When God. Starts to deal. With his elected seed. For him. In him dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. We are complete in him. Which is the head of all principality and powers. And in him. Are you listening? In Him, Ben, in Him you are complete. Amen. You will achieve your spiritual stature through Christ. And He is your head, rules over all things, and is the authority over all power. My, that's what He does to a son and daughter of God. And can you imagine now, Mark, He turns around and a prophet says, God is not even complete without you. (laughs) Oh, that makes you feel about that big. Or a prophet turns around and says, He is not, God is not complete without you. That's right. You are an attribute of his thinking in the beginning. And he's not going to lose one of his thoughts. And so thus the prophet turns around and says, You're not, he's not complete without you. I've come from God. I go back to God. Job in 23 verse 10 says, But he knoweth the way that I take, and when he's tried me, I shall come forth as gold. God knows the path we're going to take in this space-time. David writes, Thou shalt show me the path of life in the presence of the fullness of joy, and at that right hand there are pleasures forevermore. God knows the way that we take. In this time, this space, time. David writes on and said, They that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Think about that, Nathan. And they that know thy name will put their trust in you when at this dark time, this gross darkness time, But at a glorious time when time is coming to an end. He said, they that know thy name will put their trust in him. And Brother Bram said, the word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. The word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. People say, well, wherever two or three are gathered in his name. Brother Bram said... The word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. What are they gathered in? Who are they praying to? But in this time space, God has revealed himself to his elect. He reveals himself because, Brother Branham said, he expresses his thoughts. He expresses who he is because you are that thought of God. You are the attribute of him at the beginning. You are made flesh. You are redeemable and you will be brought back to God. What a promise. What a promise. This is all I got it. I'm starting to understand at the end of time. They didn't preach this, dear, in Luther's day. They didn't preach this in Wesley's day. In Pentecost, they didn't preach this. He said, "The power that'll raise up uh, us up. Are you listening? The power that will raise us up is in us right now." <laughs> Well, I I could turn all the things off now and you can just dance around the house and say, glory be to Jesus. Everything that he said I need for the rapture is in me right now. We are now in heavenly places. We are now in the power of his resurrection. I got it, Nathan. When I first got it, I didn't know what I had. But as time has gone on, I've got more. I've got more. I've got more. Until finally I get him. I got it. Because when you get him, you got everything. Hallelujah. I got it. I got I'm redeemed. I got I'm a son of God. I got it, Brother Michael. I see you, and Sister Debbie. God bless you. I can't... I, I've been trying to rewrite back to you. But I can't write like you write. But it wrote something very special in my heart. And thank you very, very much. God bless you, Mike. We are those attributes of God. I got it. I would love to hear you say, I got it too, Brother Tom. I got it too, Brother Tom. Benjamin Franklin didn't know what he had, but I got it too. He didn't know there'd be thousands of vehicles using electrical power. He didn't know about power plants. He didn't know about anything. All he knows, he got some power and a key. But as time unfolded, as time went on, then we started to realize and understand by revelation who we are in this space-time. That we've come from eternity And we're going back to eternity. In that gap of time where he put the blood over it. Because without the blood we wouldn't have a chance. But he came and made it a reality to each and every one of us. Amen. He says, you are the attributes of God. You are the manifestation of this hour. I want you to look in your room. I, I see Brielle and Michaela sitting there. And and can you imagine a prophet is now speaking the thoughts of God and said, you are the manifestation of the word of the hour. That's amazing. That is amazing that I am a manifestation. I got it. So that when Satan comes my way, I can say, Satan, you're under my feet. Devil, get off my territory. Don't you come into my home. I claim my children. I claim my here. I claim everything. Every promise in the book is mine, Sister Shirley. It's mine. Can you imagine? Now, here's the thought of God. This is the thought of God who stepped from eternity. Came through space-time, went back into eternity to tell you, to tell you, you are the manifestation of the hour. You are the bride. Not a denomination, but you're a living article of God. Oh, my Jesus. Make it real for us. I am a living article of God. I got it. I got it, John. I got it. When I read my Bible, I start to understand I'm the living article of God. That is a love letter written to me. That is my husband speaking to me. That's Jesus Christ in letter form speaking to me. I got it. Hallelujah. What is he doing now? Brother Brendan said under the first seal. What is he doing now for us? I got it. He's preparing us by the word of God for the translation back to eternity. We came from eternity and now I'm going back to eternity. He says now in first seal he shows the bride how to prepare for the great translation. <laughs> Brother Nathan, I'm ready to be gone. I'm ready to go. I'm getting it. I trust you're getting it. You're getting it. That you were a germ in your great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather that married your great-great-great-great-grandmother. And nothing could happen to them until that germ came through. God omnipotence is watching over the world, making sure there's a John Andes, there's a Sharon Andes. Come on, come on, rejoice with me. Help me preach, will you? Come on, God watching over your, your grandfathers and grandmothers and making each one come together so that the attribute of God, the germ of God could pass to you. So that you could say on this Sunday morning. I don't even know what day it is. I got it. I should have titled it. I got it. I got I guess. We got it. We're going from eternity. Sharon to eternity. I hope you guys are next door to us. I've got a mansion. Just over the hillside. I got it. Mike. We're getting it, Debbie. We're getting it.
2: Hallelujah.
4: Ah, they'll be singing and shouting, dancing. I've never done dancing yet in the spirit, but may I do it there because I just feel like I could explode right now. They'll be singing, shouting, dancing, praying. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm going to have a wonderful time. Hundred seconds. Away, science says. He delayeth no longer, God says. The countdown is here. We're in the zero hour. Just think. It could happen just any moment. And when I feel that next tap on the shoulder, Anthony, I got it. Because when I see whoever's tapping me on the shoulder, I know God's giving me eyesight to see I'm a part of that change. I got it. God watched over you. God interrupted you. No different than he met Gideon. No different than he met Joshua. Joshua. No different than he met Moses. No different. We just have a story of a burning bush. We have a story of a captain of the Lord of hosts. We have an old man under an oak tree meeting Gideon telling him he's a mighty man of valor. He got it. <laughs> Me? Mighty man of valor hiding behind a wine press? Me? You? Yep. Sister Esther, you? You're a mighty bride of valor. Yes, you. Of course, you. Why? Because it was the angel of the Lord himself, Brother Bram said, after the prophet's message. God sent a prophet to Gideon, and after the prophet's message, the angel of the Lord came and told Gideon who he was. I got it. I got it. I trust you can get it this morning. I want you to dig deeper. I want you to pray harder. I want you to read more. I would desire you to get into the books, get into the tapes, get in whatever you can. Just a closer walk with thee. Oh, granted, Jesus is my plea. I'm going back to eternity. Humor me. (laughs) That's where I'm going. Let me walk. Let me walk close to thee. It's the time now. Don't wait for another hour. Don't wait for another time. As we've read in in, in Revelation 10, 6. And as we've read by the scientific atomic clock. It's only 100 seconds to midnight. Are you ready to leave in the twinkling? Of an eye. Are you ready to leave? Maybe you just want to get those that are there in your room around you. So this we're gonna have a prayer of consecration and dedication. To realize, yes, Lord Jesus, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it, I got, got it. Lord, and I'm going, I'm going. I'm going by the grace of Almighty God. The Lord Himself has descended. For the Brahm said the book was open, not for himself. But He gave the book to you and He gave the book to me so that we can say, I got my redemption. I got what the Word says I am. Maybe we can close our eyes, bow our heads in a word of prayer. Musicians, why don't you come? Just a closer walk with Thee. Granted, Jesus, is my plea. Daily walking close to thee. It's a songwriter pen. Granted, it, Lord. Grant it to, to me. Grant it for all those that are listening this morning. Maybe a little chopped up, but Lord, this is the closing of time. We're moving from eternity to eternity. The space of time has been covered by the blood. And we have seen the glory of God making himself a reality to each and every one of us, Lord. Some of us as little girls, always wanting God. And we can say that he came to me. God made himself real to me. Or as a little boy or as a teenager or as an adult, Lord. We can say we never found you but you found me. We see time breaking up. We see lawlessness on every hand. We see the world crumbling and science is saying a hundred seconds to midnight. Lord, you've already declared in your word that you'll delay no longer at the revealing now of all these great mysteries, Lord. Father, we thought we had it when we first got saved, but we realized there was more. Then we moved on in the revelation. We got a little more, and we say, well, we got it. And we got the revelation of the Son of Man. Then we say, we got it, Lord. And it starts to unfold itself more and more until one time we're going to say, I got it, and it will be the rapture change taking us into the very presence of God. I pray, Lord, that if there's any unsaved that are listening, that they would find themselves at the foot of the cross. That they would look to the Lamb of God who's able to save them and deliver them pray heavenly Father God that you will meet the needs of every one of your children this morning in Jesus name oh just a closer walk with thee right right
2: Jesus right is my
4: There one more time. time. Just a ah, glow. Cool. been trying to get to this part for three services, so not to put you through the pain of one more service on time, I want to let you know here here, a little something, why did Brother Brennan preach or speak beyond the curtain of what, beyond the curtain of time, just think about that. He delayeth no longer. Why would he speak beyond the curtain of time? Because he was going to lift us up to that little fence post. That little fence hole in the, in the fence to show us what that's going to be like, Brother Nathan. I love what Brother Ram says here, beyond the curtain of time. Oh, my goodness, he said. There was no tomorrow. <laughs> Amen. Linda, no tomorrow. No yesterday. Think of it, brother Ken. We won't be white anymore. Beyond this curtain of time, he delayed no longer. He's showing us where we're going. He said, I stood there for a few minutes. I stood there and I thought, there's no tomorrow. There's no yesterday. There's no sickness. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got it. I got it. This is where I'm going. Anthony, it's worth everything. It's worth everything. Consecrate your home. Consecrate your family. Consecrate, consecrate everything. No yesterday. No sickness. No sorrow. There was no little bit of happiness. Oh, I love this. There wasn't just a little bit of happiness. It's all happiness. Victor, you and I will be happy forever and ever and ever. Not a little bit of happiness,
2: but a whole lot of
4: happiness. It's all happiness. Oh, my. He's going past the curtain of time. How close are we, saints? Then he heard a voice say this is perfect love. Everything you ever loved and everything that ever loved you is here with you. What? Now. Not will be now. Do you love the prophet? Do you love the prophet? I love the prophet. Just by loving the prophet, I'm going to break into eternity. All that you loved and all that ever loved you is here now. People say, Oh, how can God do that? Well, just read a little deeper. Just read a little bit more. Just read a little bit more. He said, What is it? A voice said to me, This is perfect love. Everything you ever loved, everything that you ever loved, is here with you now. My, my, my. And you'll present us to the Lord Jesus. When he comes, as trophies of your ministry. i seen those beautiful women standing there, grabbing me, screaming, my precious brother, my darling brother. He said, those are your converts. I, I said, hallelujah. He said, they're your converts. You see that one standing there, that beautiful woman that I've ever seen? She's past 90 years old when you got her to God. No wonder she's crying, my darling brother. Hallelujah. Listen, saints. All that ever loved him and all that he loved was there now. I must have been way in the background shouting, my precious brother, my precious brother, my darling brother. She passed, she says, into the splendor of youth she's standing there she don't need to drink a cold drink of water she don't need it she doesn't need to lay down or sleep she don't need it never get tired oh Linda never get tired hello hello sisters we never get tired again never get tired no tomorrow no yesterday no nothing here is the key we're in eternity now If I had wings, I'd start flying. If I had wings, I'd start flying. We're in eternity now. We've come from eternity. We're going back to eternity. And the prophet says, you're in eternity now. He said, I've seen you all over there. And one brother says, well, I wasn't even born yet. Was that to God? What's that to God? He sees past, present, and future. (laughs) He says, we are in eternity now. I plan on being there. I hope I was there. I believe I'm there. I got it, Nathan. I got it. Some glorious day, the Son of God shall come, and you'll be judged according to the word that you preached to them. He said, will Paul? Yes, sir. He said, I preached everything Paul preached. Amen. Amen. You will be gathered with your people. You're in. The key phrase here is eternity now. Oh, John. Oh, I think about it. I don't know how many were all there. But I am definitely a trophy of this message. And by the grace of God, we'll stand with our pastor under our messenger. And we'll walk into the glories of God. Amen. Amen. What's that one? Um, Oh, see the bright light shine. It's just about home time. I can see my Father standing at the door. Hosanna to the King of Kings. God bless you, saints. It's been wonderful to be with you this morning. I got it. I'm getting it. We're going to be raptured. God bless you, brother John. Give you a wonderful service tonight. I can see in each face is all familiar. No one. Walmart, we're not gonna be feeble no more
1: feel oh. like to bring my way.
4: are building hopes down here and planning ahead. No, their fortunes they forgot what Jesus said. Above the wars and earthquakes and the big trees butting leaves but there's
2: a group of people
4: Just any day Wonderful. God bless you. Amen. Until we meet again, God be with you. And we'll be praying for tonight. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. God bless you, my dear friends. God bless you.